0: And welcome to another edition of the Scout Team Podcast. I'm Emery Hunt, the czar of The Playbook. Be sure to follow me on all of my social media accounts. And don't forget to check out and subscribe to the Football Game Plan Network located at youtube.com slash footballgameplan. And subscribe on iTunes to Football Game Plan Podcast and leave us a five-star rating. And we're kicking off our 2020 NFL Draft coverage, and we're here at the College Gridiron Showcase. And one of the guys that are that's participating this week in the practices in front of all these scouts and uh, personnel decision makers is one of the more prolific quarterbacks in college football, and that's D'Angelo Fulford from Mount Union. I appreciate you, D'Angelo, for taking time.
1: Thank you. I'm happy to be on the show, man.
0: First of all, I have to ask you, you have a premier program in Mount Union, and I don't know if you know this, but uh, Mount Union is not located in Miramar, Florida. So, yeah. I have to ask you, how did a guy from Miramar, Florida, end up just outside of Cleveland in Alliance, Ohio, at one of the premier programs in Mount Union?
1: Uh, so, going into my senior year, I um, had, a, had a couple interests here and there. I had a little bit of interest here and there, and I had a D1 school. Um, basically, two weeks before signing, they pulled their offer and told me to go JUCO. And um, I don't want to mention like names and stuff like that, but... Uh, basically told me to go Juco, and I was like, I don't want to go Juco, like, you know, and then, um, tried to hit up some other people, and they were saying, like, you know, we're not a second option, or we already got our guys, so go Juco, and we'll, we'll offer you then. And I really, really didn't want to go Juco. I didn't want to fall more through the crack. So, um, I went to a showcase similar to the one I'm at now, and, um, and Mountain Union was there, and the, kind of, the rest was kind of just history. I mean, went up on a visit, and, uh, fell in love with the campus, fell in love with the culture, the winning culture and, you know, what's expected of you every
0: day. And yeah, man, made, made the rest of it happen. And and that's the thing about that program is that you go in with the expectation, like, Hey, this is one of the premier programs. So I just can't go in there and just, you know, toss my weight around and have to earn my keys. There's definitely no slouch. (laughs) Exactly. You know, you look at how they prepare, how they work. So you look at some of the players that have gone to the NFL from Mount Union how has that program, or how did that program, help develop you as a player and help prepare you for this opportunity you're facing now with uh, with the Gridiron Showcase?
1: Well, the mentality and the mindset of you know you're gonna go in regardless of who's there, and you're gonna and you're gonna work and you're gonna earn what you what you want, and it's it's never been a, a oh we're just gonna give this guy because of likeliness. Like you have to work for everything there, and Mount Union just showed me how to compete. Showed me how to fight through adversity. Um, showed me how to have hope in situations that you know when you're when you're down bad and you know you need that hope to push you through. Um, and taught me some life lessons that you know has helped shape me into the man I am today and will forever be.
0: Yeah, you talk about some of those life lessons and earning your keep early as a freshman, getting on the field, and then three straight years as a starter, just phenomenal. Should have been four. Should have been four. Okay, let's go
1: ahead. I'm, let's discuss. Let's discuss that. Um, my freshman year, I won the starting job and then broke my collarbone week five, literally the first week. So I was going back and forth, you know, one, a one B with a guy rotating every two drives and the coach was like, "Deed, you know, you've been doing everything we're asking of you. We're going to name you the starter. And, uh, first start of my career, broke my collarbone and did it in the first quarter. Honestly, didn't know that it was broke. I thought I had a stinger played through to the second, uh, when in halftime and as an doc was like, uh, you got a broken collarbone. I was like, No, I don't. <laughs> like so, yeah.
0: It's interesting though, man, because again, you you worked so hard to get that starting job as a freshman, um, and only for it to to be derailed for injury. You were able to make it back. Uh, but when you look at the the last three years of your career there, um, high touchdown numbers, low interception numbers. And it's not just a bunch of short passing touchdowns. I think the most impressive thing about your game is how you work touchdown to checkdown. So your yards per attempt is definitely high, considering uh, this era of football we're in, and and how stats are piled up. How what have you been able to do on the field that that gives you that confidence? To say, hey, I can take more chances, but also protect the football.
1: Um. I think it, some of it has to do with growing up in South Florida. Uh, you know, we're known for our, we're not usually known for our quarterbacks down there, and I think after this year it'll be it'll be definitely changed. But um, uh, we got some speedy guys down there, so people in the stands don't really like it if you're shorting them on throws. So you gotta be, have a gunslinger mentality, and then taking it to Mount Union, you know, we got the athletes and the players that can make those plays on the football, and the coaches that are gonna put us in position, play calling wise to to allow us to showcase our ability and that's exactly what happened
0: yeah this year i thought was even though you had two phenomenal seasons i thought this year was probably your most complete Um, oh for sure yeah doing what you had to do in the pocket uh, making things happen downfield being efficient when you need to be at what point this season or let's say where did you see the growth in your game over the time that you were at mountain union
1: uh definitely week uh, three against John Carroll. Uh, they were our rival. I think they were ranked number nine in the country at that time. And um, I'll be honest, the year before, I, I and I take full pride in it. I didn't play my best game at all. I honestly think I played my second to worst game in my football career. And um, uh, so that game was definitely marked on my calendar. And I wanted to come out and make a statement. And you know, we were up thirty nothing at halftime on that team. And they were ranked number nine in the country with like a top ten defense. And so that was when I really was like okay I'd definitely taken that step. And after that game it was just kind of like let's keep this thing rolling.
0: I know growing up I used to take uh, pieces of I wanted to, I wanted to be Herschel Walker so bad. I wanted to, you know try to run with his his power and try to be explosive and and what he did and you find yourself as a player doing that trying to take pieces of players game and add it to yours. Who are some of the guys that you've watched um because to me you play a little bit like uh, you got a, a little bit of Fran Tarkenton in your game. You got a little bit of Seneca Wallace in your game. You see some Russell Wilson as well. You know, so who are some of the guys that you were able to pick from and ask your game? Uh,
1: the first one I think I say the most just is, um, is is probably Rodgers, just because, um, well, for, before that, it was Mariota in, hi- in college. Like, in high school, I was like, I want to be like Mariota in college. Like, he's, he's in similar stats. Uh, high touchdown percentage, low low interception rate, and then um, once again I was in college and I was like modeling my game after guys. that became Rodgers and and just off his his throwing mechanics and well not throwing mechanics but his arm strength and how he was able to just place the ball wherever off any platform. Um, and he still, he has that gunslinger type you know mentality and, and work ethic. And then Russell Wilson pocket awareness and just extending the play when he needed to, running when he needed to. Um, and then Brady, just cause he's so cerebral with the game, and just knowing where guys were going before they even did it. Like, yeah, those are my those are my three guys.
0: Yeah, that level of anticipation is is gonna do you wonders uh, as a pro. And you know, so many people are involved in this game. They watch this game, uh, as you probably have come to find out as a college athlete. You have so many Twitter scouts and uh, uh, Twitter analysts and coaches as well. <laughs> so. And they think they understand the position. And I, you know, why do we, while we have you on here, I want to get your take as a quarterback. What is the biggest misconception about playing a position that you want to clear the air about to the to the uh, mass media out there?
1: <laughs> we were actually talking about this earlier today with a couple of the quarterbacks here. Um, <laughs> just because a guy's open on a play doesn't mean that's who the quarterback was supposed to throw it to. We always talk about like. We uh, or at Mountain Union we call it a a log route and it's a love of the game. Like he's he's clearing out space, he's he's getting eyes at that safety and bending away from him. And you know it's easy for like an ESPN analyst or somebody to you know pause it and circle a guy like oh he's wide open. It was like, well my eyes and my read were taking me to the other side of the field or I wasn't even remotely thinking about throwing it to that guy until like absolutely necessary. And so that's kind of it, just. Just because a guy's open doesn't mean that's who the play was called to or that's who the read was. So don't get too mad at the quarterback if he doesn't hit him.
0: You know, it's funny because we uh, we use this saying, and it's, it's more um, tied to what you're talking about, but it's also philosophical. Is Just because you're in the route doesn't mean you're in the read. <laughs> you know yeah, that's like, exactly it. Because at the end of the day, man, you know, there's plays are designed – to do specific things. And yeah, it will be easy to stand there and hit the fullback in a check down every play because he's standing there wide open, but that's not where the read is supposed to take you. But yeah, when, when you look at, you know, today's game and, and being able to thrive and, you know, you're here for a reason. So it, it didn't matter where you're playing at mountain union or if you're playing um, at, at Miami, your play has gotten you here. At what point, in your college career did you start to believe that I have a true shot to play at the next level? Um, I think
1: it was, uh, I think it was after my sophomore year in college, Um, you know, fresh off a national championship win. uh, I went, I had 50 passing touchdowns and only five interceptions. And it was kind of just like, all right, that was as a sophomore. Like now, where can I really take this? And that's when, you know, I started getting recognition from, you know, past mountain union players that were that I considered legends. And they're like, man, when you when you finish there, your name's gonna be up there with those guys, like you're gonna be a legend at Mount. And I'm like, yeah, all right, like whatever. And then <laughs> walking away my senior year and seeing where my name stood amongst the ranks, it just, it meant everything to me.
0: Football is one of those games that we talked about it, you know, it teaches you everything. And you said you learned a lot in uh, football and and it has taught you everything. So we got that part covered, but the love of the game keeps you going. And it helps you fight through adversity. So what would mm-hmm. you say is it about the game that you love the most?
1: Um, I just like I love I love competition. I love being able to uh, just showcase like my ability and like just being like the reason that my team's succeeding. And, um, you know, just like I said, just competition. I'm, I'm, I'm an ultra competitive guy. You guys, any of my teammates, they'll, they'll attest to it. Um, I don't take anything like for granted. So just being able to go out and play the game I love and compete at a high level—that's that's what I love the most about it.
0: Now you're here at the College Gridiron Showcase, a excellent opportunity to showcase those skills in front of scouts from all across the the league, NFL, Canadian, everywhere. Uh, what's your biggest mission or goal that you want to get accomplished this week?
1: Just continue to showcase what I have on film and show them that just because I was at D, a D3 school doesn't mean that I can't compete. I'm trying to get rid of that, that title of, oh, he's just a D3 quarterback.
0: You know what's interesting about that, man? And I'm glad you brought that up because there's three of you guys here that that played at Division three. Erdman from St. John's and uh, you had Tamaro from Johns Hopkins. All of you guys were prolific. Can you do me a favor? And, and wax poetically on the myth, uh, dispelling the myth of playing at the Division Three level. Like there's some legit good football oh, being played. I, there.
1: I'll say it, I'll say it just like this, and I've said it before to people who said stuff to me about uh, Division Three football. And it's you can think it's glorified high school if you want to, but you'll walk into that locker room and find a, uh, a locker room full of grown men that are ready to show you what's up. And uh, and I and I stood by that multiple times, and because I remember like coming in as a freshman, like, oh, it's just D3. Like, I should easily dominate. And, you know, I got hit in the mouth a couple of times, and I had to respond and, and recognize, like, hey, like, these are still some really good athletes.
0: People don't don't really understand unless they've been in it. And, you know, just seeing the different talents of uh, across the board and, you know, you're seeing, like, me covering the NFL. I, I'm at these practices, and I see, you know, what works, what doesn't work, and, and now you are in an era where – Guys like yourself are gonna get legit opportunities to play the position the way it's supposed to be played. Just moving the ball down the field by any means necessary. How exciting for you has it been to watch this transformation of the game at that position, which means you now have a huge opportunity in front of you.
1: Um, I love it. It just like I like you said, it it gives me an opportunity to play like the the first round draft or the first. Pick of the NFL draft last year was five nine, five ten, and right. so that completely knocked the the connotation of like, oh, he's too short to play quarterback, and so like the guys in the league now, like you got Drew, you got Drew Brees, you got uh, Russell Wilson, you got you you got Doug Hodges and and a D two guy leading the Steelers, and it just it, it completely eliminates that myth of oh the shorter quarterback can't play, and I'm not short, but I am on the shorter end of the spectrum of six two, so. Just being able, like, getting an opportunity and not being knocked because of my height and because of my division and level, like that—that—that's what really means everything.
0: It has been fun, man, to watch you play. And I always ask these guys the same question: uh, for those that may not be familiar with your game, which is impossible because you have like obliterated passing records. But those that may have been under a rock uh, for the last four years, if you had to pick one game to say, you know what, this shows you everything that I got, my best game. Um, all my skills on the table, what game would that be and why?
1: My final college
0: game, uh,
1: North central, we lost 59, 52. And the only reason I'm able to walk away from my college career, knowing that I, uh, you know, I, I can walk away from it, knowing that I gave everything I had. Um, I had 688 total yards of offense. It shattered an N- NCAA record. I had 549 passing 139 rushing and six touchdowns total, um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was literally, I was doing everything that I could in that game to
0: try
1: to, to try to get us there. So
0: that you know what, that was a great game, and I'm glad you picked that game because it shows that hey, even in a loss, you saw what you need to see from me to let you know that I can lead your football team. And D'Angelo, man, it's been a pleasure. I'm excited to see you get out there and compete this week and see what you see what you got. Lay it all on the table, man. And so, we're, where can people follow you? On social media to help you, well, to follow your journey as you make the trek toward the NFL. Uh,
1: D12 Angelo on Twitter and D12 Angelo12 on Instagram.
0: You Chris, know what?
1: You type in D12, it,
0: it, it should pop up. You, you sure D12 will only he, pop up you, or or will it nah, pop up the actual the band, D12?
1: The band, I know that. <laughs> man, but <laughs> D12 Angelo, <laughs> D12 Angelo12 on Insta.
0: Well, you know what? I like that you keep it, like, simple and keep it consistent on both because guys can get out of hand with these social oh, media no. handles. <laughs> so I got you. true quarterback right there, man. D'Angelo, again, appreciate you taking time, man, and we wish you the best luck moving forward. All right. Thank you. I'm ready to put on the
1: show tomorrow, man. I'm ready to compete on this field already.